Busy people and lots of yellies, Worcester hipsters and fat up townies. We have more than pizza in common, with two rocks for bookends. New Haven, New Haven, New Haven, between two rocks. And welcome back to the Between Two Rocks podcast. I am your host, Josh Levinson. It has been a while, but uh, we are back, still alive. I've just been lazy. I don't know what everybody else is doing, but I just feel like my motivation post-pandemic has been very spotty. Uh, So I'm just trying to push through and create content and try to start writing again. And, you know, hashtag content. You know what I mean. Anyway, my co-host, my very special co-host this week is my... Former and current roommate, Stosh Makita. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Is that why you invited me on? Because I'm just a beacon of motivation? Yeah, exactly. You're just kind <laughs> of like such a type A guy, you know? Yeah. Being around you motivates me to be a better person, you know? Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the canary in the coal mine, you know? It's like, I look over you and I'm like, well, I'm doing pretty good, actually. Sasha hasn't moved for a while, so. And I do often suffer from asphyxiation. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> this is really bleak. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. We don't have the usual hopeful co-host in Colin. <laughs> or even Sean. Well, Sean isn't really hopeful, but he's at least, like, uh, snappy, I guess, you know. And Shane is pretty positive. But, yeah, Stash is a bit bleak. I am pretty bleak myself, although I'm on a wonderful antidepressant right now. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Simbalta in the sense that I am still alive. So <laughs> that counts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Stosh moved in uh, two days ago after he was my roommate for, I don't know, a year or two. And then he left me for free rent, which is fair because I do charge some amount of rent. A fair amount, but not none. Reasonable amount. What? Is it reasonable? Yeah, I think it, it is. is yeah, pretty yeah. reasonable yeah. by yeah. New Haven standards. Yeah, it's reasonable. It's all, it includes everything, you know, okay. cable, back rubs, you know. I, that's better than I did when I was renting out my house in New Haven. I yeah. didn't give anybody back rubs. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, Stosh moved out to Woodbury, was it? Yeah, Woodbury, Connecticut. Yeah. Oh, the berries. Yeah. Which is as desolate as it sounds. Yeah, absolutely. Although it has a nice brewery where our friend Brooke puts on shows, right? Yeah, great shows at Woodbury Brewing Company. Uh, the great thing... The only positive about there being absolutely nothing going on in Woodbury is that when Brooke puts on her shows at Woodbury Brewing Company, people show up because what else are they really going to do? Absolutely. Yeah, they're just competing against Netflix. So pretty good. Um, yeah, but Sash came back because we're both Vax Boys now. And Vax gotta, Boy Summer. That's right. Vax Vaxed boys. up from the sacks up. <laughs> so right. wait, your, your legs aren't, aren't vaccinated? No, my legs unvaccinated. Uh, well, it's because it's got robot legs, so can't they don't work on the all right you know what <laughs> so stosh got a cat in the meantime and i have a cat and let me tell you it is cats not going days. well yeah it is cat central but my cat does not like new cats so i heard it takes up to a year for cats to like get along because cats are very very territorial so yep. you're introducing a new cat to somebody else's cat's territory so mm-hmm. like it might take a year okay so i heard for them to get used to each other yeah might take longer with these two because my cat is a kitten and his cat is extremely mean. <laughs> well, and his cat will assert her, 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 her dominance. Yeah. Yeah. All my cat wants to do is be best friends with, uh, with Josh's cat. Yeah. And uh, I think that's making her even more annoyed. Yeah. She's like me, you know, like if you try too hard, I'm going to push you away. The best thing you can do is ignore me and eventually I will give it enough time. Probably love you. That is the reverse of why this podcast is happening today. What do you? Oh, yeah, that's true. So Joe Timon is our guest today. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, it was nice of you to interject yourself. It's good. It's good <laughs> you introduced yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows if I would have ever gotten around to it. Uh, Joe has been bullying me to be on the podcast for, I mean, at least a year, maybe longer. Oh, more than a year. Because a, a year was like pan, pan, uh, prime pandemic. Oh, that's true, yeah. So it has to be at least two, maybe three years now. Yep. Joe Pester's name. He's like, when am I coming on the podcast? And I'm like, you don't live in New Haven. And he just doesn't. He just, you know, proof. If you bully me, eventually you can come on this podcast. I, I literally have a piece of 
Orange Street, the, the street where we can look out and see right now, I literally yep. have a piece of that in my arm. I can show you if you do not believe me. I mean, I, I believe you. It's just I don't know. <laughs> How did you get a piece of Orange Street in your arm? Oh, uh, I got hit by a car uh, six years ago in August on Orange Street uh, by Bradley, Orange Bradley. Um, over, we're play, playing board games at like 7 p.m. in the night, and drunk driver just. You hit the road so hard, some of it got embedded in you. Well, yeah, road rash. Like, yeah, you were uh, playing board games on yeah. Orange Street. <laughs> yes, yeah, or actually, it was on the Bradley Street. So, like, one of the side streets off of Orange, over like where. Yeah, I know. Where, yeah, Bradley Street Co-op is over there. Yeah, yeah, Friends yeah. Of the podcast, John mm-hmm. Martin. Yeah. That's still going on. Cool. Yeah, man, they are hanging out every Tuesday to Thursday till like 6 or 7 p.m. If you just roll over there and say hi. They will be way too busy to say hi back, but it is they're friendly folks. It's cool. I mean, it's like a that, that place is a New Haven tradition, right? It's like grandfather opened a shop there, and that's why they have it or something like that. You know, you would think of having had him on the podcast, I would have learned some information about him, but I mostly mocked his lack of business acumen. <laughs> it's, a it's, not, it's not a for-profit business, right? No, it is not. Yeah, they are doing a bang-up job not making a profit. So that is your talent, being very dismissive. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I wish people understood that I dismiss myself as well, like deep down, that like, I don't think I'm better, that we're all trash humans. <laughs> yeah. But it comes off as arrogance. I get that. Um, oh, I forgot to start the clock. So where were we, I, I guess I'm confused. Were you playing board games in the street? Yeah, we were just in the middle of the street playing board games. Hello, friend. So I it's kind of your was fault was, is what I'm hearing. So yeah, I was just crossing the street. I was coming down for, I actually, here's, here's the You were leaving thing. someone's house. No, no, no. I'll, I'll explain. So, okay. It's like. I was, uh, so where I so yeah, I was driving. I parked uh, somewhere over. Great in, details, love yes. it already. Uh, yes, yeah. the, 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 I'm gonna be very. You're in a car it. and you parked. Perfect. Yes. What kind of car was it? It was a uh, Ford C Max. I don't even know what that yeah, is. That's <laughs> like a, that's, it's a, are you just making shit up now? Like, what are you talking no, about? No, no, it's Seems a real like car. Special it's, shit. Yeah, it's, it's like, like uh, the most amphibian cars. <laughs> hey, it is. A, it was a plug, plug-in hybrid. So, oh, plug, yeah. wow. Um, so yeah, so. Uh, I parked my car. I had a peach pie. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story about the peach pie in a second. But so I had a peach pie, and I was just walking, and like a drunk driver, you know, 7 p.m. at night, like hanging out at grandma's, like yeah. just decides oh, to post like, happy hour. Yeah, yeah. I decides to like head home and like drive into me, and it was yeah. like, did you go over the top of the uh, car? Uh, I don't remember this, but from what I've read in like the reports, what yeah, two like Yale students like saw me up in the air and nice, yeah, cool. Did yeah. they catch him? She like went to a laundromat and was like crying, and somebody's like, "Why is this crying woman at my laundromat?" And the police came. And they're like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Uh, that's how they caught her." I've cried in a laundromat before. Who hasn't? Yeah, it's a great place. But eventually, police will call. It, could come if you do not leave. If you've been crying there for that's a while, that's true. I was just reading the sixth Harry Potter book, so mm-hmm. it was okay. appropriate. I just use Sud Share so I could cry at my place alone while someone else does my laundry. <laughs> I've never heard of this Sud Share. Yeah, it's like Uber for laundry. Uber for. <laughs> I was in a big apartment complex during the pandemic. It's Uber for everything now. Yeah. But during the pandemic, like a big apartment building complex seemed like ground zero for an outbreak. So yeah. I just decided to use Sudshare for the last year. Sudshare. Josh, do you have a, a laundry machine in your uh, house? Yeah, I do, yes. Okay. Yes, I purchased laundry. Yeah. See, yeah, free laundry, laundry today another... for the first time in, uh, in a year. Nice, yeah. Wow. I have uh, free laundry. Yet another great benefit of uh, Levinson Enterprises. So, um, so you went over this car. You lost consciousness. It sounds like. Yeah, I, uh, I almost died, and then you almost uh, died. Yeah, and then when I hit the ground, yeah. I got like the side. I broke everything on the side of my body. My whole left side's metal. But uh, when I hit the ground, cool. uh, I just got a bunch of road rash. I like I have it still here, and I had yeah. it on my forehead, so it looked like squiggly marks. Yeah, and um. It was just like I had to get that lasered out. Yeah, but so I literally had chunks of the road nice. in me. And, Does uh, the insurance cover the lasering? Or? No, that cost no. me like two thousand dollars. Still, like squiggly marks on my forehead. Like it was like so. People come up to me like, "Hey, I'm trying like, to get it off." Yeah, like like, like it was just like drawing on my forehead it. over here. It's like I what? like how you thought you licking your thumb and putting it in your forehead was going to transfer to a podcast. Like that was just like <laughs> unclear. <laughs> you were like, "Hey, pause." <laughs> hey, if you're watching this on YouTube, which some people should be, right? I guess, yeah, we'll figure... Yeah, there's. we are being recorded right now. There may be video. video for this one, and that yeah. act out will really hit home. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, people would lick their thumb and try to rub it off my forehead or just, like, give me, a, like, a wet wipe or something. Something to try to get this pen mark off yeah. my forehead. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, Sorry. yeah. Sorry. Awkward. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that... And that makes you qualified to be on this podcast is because you literally have a piece of Orange Street inside of your I body. mean, I also lived in New Haven for a long time. And, like... It's a long time. 
I mean, I bought my house in 2013. Um, I moved to, I started going to the University of New Haven in 2010. Okay. Um, I've voted in every New Haven election until this year. This is the first year I'm a registered voter in New York. Okay. So you live in New York now. Yes. So you betrayed us. Oh, so this year you got to vote for Trump in New York. <laughs> no, this year I voted for. <laughs> no, this year I still voted. Uh, uh, yeah, but this is 2021. Swing state, I guess. <laughs> uh, Connecticut, no. maybe. I, I po- place uh, Maya Wiley number one on my uh, rank choice voting. Mm, looks like she's gonna finish third. But what are you okay, do? yeah, yeah. Uh, don't fall. I just was kind of like, please don't vote for Andrew Yang, fools. He came in like fourth place. Like yeah, he was uh, fourth he, or fifth, I think. Yeah, yeah. He was not. He did not do well, which is. Yeah, Great. encouraging. Right, exactly. <laughs> New Yorkers were like, well, I think we're good. Like, I yeah. like that guy. He's doing everything you need in a good politician, which is selling tons of merch with his name on it. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a fine human. I have no problem with him. I just don't think he knows shit about politics necessarily, which is fine. But, like, I don't know what makes you qualified to be mayor of New York City. Eight and a half million people, like, bigger than the state of Connecticut. So, there's more than that now. Uh, anyway, I digress. I I just love to. It's important for me to turn as many listeners off with my political opinions as possible. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> being anti Andrew Yang is going to turn many people off from your political for your podcast. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're not like Joe Rogan here, so I mean, I don't think that. Wow. I think that Joe Rogan. How many hurtful things are you going to say on this podcast? <laughs> How is that hurtful? Do you really want to be Joe Rogan? <laughs> I mean, I'll take his listener numbers for sure. I, yeah, sure, who wouldn't? But like, I mean, come who on. doesn't want a freezer full of elk meat, dude? Come on, <laughs> I can eat so much elk jerky. You guys want to do some DMT while we're doing this? Or that guy's what? got drugs, meat. Uh, nice. Coffee with butter in it. It's killing <laughs> it, man. Who wouldn't want to do all that stuff? You can actually just add butter to coffee. It's really not that hard. Yeah, yeah. You you can even do it vegan. You get vegan butter. Just oh, nice. Yeah. Are you vegan? I am vegan. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. We've talked about this because I remember I tweeted about how there were impossible whoppers now and how excited I was. And I thought you were mocking me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Which I understand. It is not that exciting. It but is it's just, very exciting. No, it is. Yeah, it's nice to have, like, especially, like, you come home from a show at, like, 10 p.m., you're starving. There's not a lot of, like, late night options if you're vegetarian. You know what I mean? Like, you're kind of fucking screwed. So, I mean, opera. is 10 p.m. late for a show? I feel like that's very early. On the way, well, not in Connecticut. Yeah, that's pretty, like, yeah, the show's yeah, over. Yeah, that's Connecticut late. Yeah. I, uh, not I'll tell plate. you what, I, I am not vegan or vegetarian, but I love the Impossible Whopper. Because I'm old, and regular Whoppers come with a hangover now, but if I get an Impossible Whopper, I pretty much get the exact same thing, but I don't feel like death for the rest of the day. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Because people are always like, oh, like those fake meats are like just as processed, and I'm just like, nobody eats a hamburger for nutritional content. Like, that's not... Yeah. You're not like, I'm going to fuck up this cheeseburger because I love all the vitamins and meat or whatever. (laughs) It's full of nitrates. Like, calm down. Anyway. Cool. So you have a house in New Haven that you rent out? I had a house. Uh, you had I a sold, house. You it sold it because of the pandemic uh, house boom. Like, right, right. That makes you, sense. Yeah, it's like you, it's a bubble. You, you know, if you're not living in some place and you just have a place that you're occasionally going to, uh, yeah. why keep yeah, it? Yeah, I know. People, all my realtor friends are like, you got to sell your house. I'm just like, where am I going to live? I got to. You get a cheap apartment now because it's like now a renter's market. Then in like a year or two, when the bubble bursts, you get a ha- you can buy your house back not and like make this like a nice $60,000 or something like no, that. I don't. First of all, closing fees are going to eat a bunch of that. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of work for sixty thousand dollars profit. It is exactly. I, I don't know any basis for this number of sixty thousand dollars, but I'm yeah. just saying it. <laughs> Do I have to make several phone calls? Because if so, I'm out. <laughs> so is, is three the over under? I have to meet more than one lawyer because that is too much. Yeah, yeah. So much signing, closing is a nightmare. Fuck that shit. Uh, you also used to put on shows in New Haven, right? Yes. Yeah. So, but I mean, were you like a music promoter or what was your deal? I, I, I have a, I don't know. I was gonna to try to quote. Uh, I can't even think of the movie now. So never mind. Let's just like, just what was I gonna say? I forgot about it. But yeah, uh, no. So like, I, I am obviously involved. Oh, people don't know who I am. So I, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't make any assumptions that yeah. people have any idea what you're talking about. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So occasionally, uh, so Bushwick. The reason I moved there is because like all my friends are musicians, and I was like seeing a lot of shows and whatnot, and. Uh, just knowing people in New Haven for as long as I did, it was like pretty easy for me to go find a place to go play for them. So, and I, I also had a house, 
in New Haven. So it was great. We were like, okay, let's go play a show here. Then you go all crash in my house. And then you can take the train in the morning and go to where your next place. Or if you're on tour, you can hop to the next spot along your tour. Mm-hmm. So it was like a very uh, synergistic thing for me and my friends. Uh, so yeah, I put on a few shows. Uh, I was able to book at uh, the State House. Is that still still going strong? I, I, it is not. Yeah, it is closed now. Like permanently closed or just closed? I believe permanently, yeah. That's, oh, that's rough, man. That place could have been so cool. It's the only place in New Haven with free parking for their guests. <laughs> and it's just like a nice spot for small shows. Yeah. That's I think cool. technically they weren't supposed to park there, but anyway. I th- Well, I think it was like the business parking for the businesses above it. But yeah. like after 6 p.m., like who's still Yeah, who's work? paying attention, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so I did get to do a show there, and that's like a fucking awesome setup. It was like pro quality sound, and like it was costing me the same amount to pay the venue as it would anywhere else. And this was such, a, such an amazing experience for for the musicians. And yeah, uh, it's, uh, now I'm a little sad, but uh, no, I've done like perfect. You, I've done my job. <laughs> no, but I've I nobody help- should come on this podcast and feel happier than they came. <laughs> but I've helped a bunch of my other friends out, so like. Uh, I once put a show on with like three bands from uh, Brooklyn and uh, we all stayed in my house and there was like not enough room for one of the bands. Yeah. So uh, one of my friends, Nick Rogers, actually used to live in New Haven. Uh, his family's from Trumbull. And, uh, he famous actually, from Trumbull? Family's from Trumbull. Family's from Trumbull. I don't think like, they're famous in Trumbull unless they think that... Uh, yeah, the like, only famous, Trumbull famous person is Joe Garricks who also <laughs> moved out of Trumbull. So I don't that? think there's any anymore. He's a comic. Yeah, he's a comic who also was like first selectman of Trumbull for about a year and then immediately moved to Stanford. How do you get elected and move immediately? Like, okay, I see how this, the, the sausage is made. Time to leave the sausage factory. Yeah, pretty much. I bet that's it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we, we, we put the show. It was like three of them. So like there was like literally 12 people staying at my house and like every spot was filled. And so uh, Nick, n- knowing New Haven... It's like, I'm going to take some shrooms right now and go for a walk. So him and his bassist took a walk at like, this was the middle of the winter in 2017. So it was like January or February 2017. And uh, they just took a walk. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go back to Brooklyn. And people are going to be like, yeah, this is the dude that like took a bunch of people to his house and two people died in New Haven in the middle of the night because they went outside in the freezing cold. Um, but it turns out they didn't. They uh, made it all, all the way up to uh, East Rock, saw the sunrise, then proceeded to walk back to my house. Um, and I like, had a very joyous day and like they took pictures on this walk and those pictures on this walk actually made it to the artwork of their album so if you pick up their album uh butter dish you can actually see pictures of them taking a new took it, taking a new haven of after a show i put on and it was just kind of kind of cool experience whenever you like see that like artwork you know that story like it's very like new haven centric stuff going on in that album butter dish is the name of the album yes by the holy tunics the holy tunics yes and they are out of new york now they're they're in Bushwick, yeah. It's the only kind of tunic I know of is a holy tunic. That's right. Yeah. Um, he also did the band Hippie, which is like m- multiple people from Connecticut, Southern Connecticut, in New York. Uh, and uh, he had a band called the Gabagools. No, or, no, no, no. He didn't have the Gabagools. <laughs> I think Dan Soto, the member of the Dust Hat, like there were like like Dust Hat is also another amazing New Haven band uh, that I've done a few shows with, and they know a lot of the people in the scene. Um, but uh, there was what was his band's name? I think Nick Rogers' band's name was uh, the Raging Boners. Okay. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> so that was so. If you guys remember, if you're old enough to listen to this podcast and you know the Connecticut DIY scene, the Raging Boners are now the whole. You know, it'd be podcast. tough if you start that band when you're like 19 years old and then you get really famous because you know at some point you're going to be 60, still having to tour stadiums as the Raging Boners. <laughs> oh, God, it's got to be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like one of those short-lived things, I think. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, so yeah, that's no longer a band. But in the Gabagools, which was like another of that group, uh, no longer a thing. But Dust Hat and uh, Holy Tunics, two bands out of the early uh, Connecticut DIY scene that everybody should uh, really listen to. So, Joe, you're very good at making up band names. <laughs> <laughs> this is like an advanced improv exercise. Yes. I feel like I'm going to go home and look these up and none of them are going to be real. We just got trolled. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't really follow music closely or at all. I honestly don't really care for music. I find it a little <laughs> off <off-putting. laughs> Ah, man. That would be a weird thing to talk about on a podcast. You are like... So into post rock though. Like, yeah, that's true. I like one genre of music, <laughs> but there's like 20 bands, and then I'm good. You know, and they all I mean? play like three hour long sets, so it's perfect. Exactly. So I did see a good post rock uh, concert at the State House when Pray for Sound was coming down for Boston, but unfortunately, uh, 
Say how Sid close. Rip. Carlos is a realtor now, like all humans eventually become. It's like they say, you know, you either, uh, you know, you either die a hero or live long enough to become a realtor. I was going to say you either die a success or live long enough to become a realtor because <laughs> that's everyone's plan C. Yeah. I was uh, talking to Eddie Higgins, who's one of the co-owners at Trinity Bar, and he's been a, he's a realtor as well. And he's been a realtor for like, I don't know, 15 years. And he was just saying how many new realtors there are and how like, you know, in the, like 10 years ago when he was, you know, trying to sell a house or whatever, it's like he would know everybody else. You know what I mean? Like you would know the other realtors. And now he doesn't know fucking anybody because everybody's new to the game. So yeah. he's like... But he's like, once this, once the bubble bursts, it'll just be us norms, normals again. So, and I just have like the AAA entrance music from the WWE. You know, it's all about the game and how you play it. No, yeah, it's Sasha's just... a wrestling fan, I think. Oh yeah, the Lemmy song. Yes. Time to play a game. <laughs> oh man, Lemmy <laughs> is one of the most hysterical people in the history of music. <laughs> I got to talk to Hunter Hearst Hemsley back when that was his name in like Hyannis. Uh, Cape Cod they were doing a show there and it was like it wasn't even like a big house show it was like they were like he was like the headliner and he was still like you know it was not a big show but since he wasn't that popular I was able to have a nice chat with him he was a nice guy so yeah I was rooted for the villains because I was a real smart mark you know yeah I mean the bad guys were more fun to to root for they really got to cut loose yeah they got the depth you know I got to meet a bunch of wrestlers back when I went to wrestling school and all it made me want to do is never meet any wrestlers again (laughs) (laughs) I forgot you went to wrestling school wait so what's wrestling school like um so (laughs) my first day there um I was like 19 years old and I was like, all right, I got a carbo load like all the big racers do. So I went and I ate a, <laughs> a General Sal's combination from <laughs> my local Chinese spot. <laughs> oh my God, what and a then great they, idea. They made me run the ropes until I couldn't do it anymore. And then after that, they made me do squats <laughs> until I couldn't do it anymore. And then I threw up in the ring. <laughs> God bless. And then I cleaned it up. Nice. And now you're a wrestler. That's great. Yeah. No, I failed out of that just like I failed out of high school and college. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I'm a so three-time dropout, baby. <laughs> it sounds like you failed up. If you failed uh, out of high school into college, I mean, that's, that's that's good, right? Yeah, it's weird. I dropped out of high school, and then I went to college, dropped out of college. Uh, or no, it was high school, wrestling school, then college. It's yeah, very weird. Great job, buddy. You're doing good. I almost failed out of college a couple times, but, you know, it was engineering school. I feel like almost everybody fails out a little bit. It's hard not to. Um, what do you, what do you, so Joe, what do you look for in like a music venue? If you're like booking a venue, like what do you, what makes a good venue f- to you? Like how do you, like I know for me, comedy, one of the things is just like, I just want to put on a show somewhere where I feel like I can get people to show up, you know? That's all I give a shit about. But uh, you care about sound quality and the such, right? You do, but, like, in terms of, like, DIY, like, it's a secondary issue, right? You, The first issue is finding a place to have your show. A lot of times you just you, you can't. Like, like DIY venues close by their nature, as we're even talking about. Uh, yeah, like, never – did you ever go to Never Get to Be Cool or whatever? Yeah. Because that place closed recently. Yeah, but that was a weird situation. I don't know. Was it? Was, it? Yeah, because it's like their landlord, like, they're, they rented their apartment and their practice face from the same guy. Yeah. And so they had a commercial building. Yeah. And the guy's like, and he's like, can I use your basement? And the guy's like, sure. So I think at some point the guy's like, I probably need a basement for, like, basement-y things. Yeah. That's, and, like, um, they were also very difficult to do a show that they weren't super thrilled. Like, they just... If you have a venue, you can do whatever the hell you want with your venue, right? But so they're just like, I'm like, hey, I need a sh- my fans need a show this day. And they're like, nah. I'm like, okay. Cool. Yeah, I did a, we did a comedy show there once. Kendra Dossie put it on. Uh, and I feel like they, like, I never, I've never seen anybody like visibly angry with me for doing comedy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's like, I've been in places where like it was a bar and like they didn't know comedy was happening, but they would mm-hmm. just like get drunk and ignore me or whatever. But these people were like there and like, no, I don't like this at all. Yeah. Have you been to a show there before? Like, before no, you no, no, no. So, yeah. Because I'm not like a music-y. But I feel like if you... As I said, I'm not really for... I'm not pro-music. <laughs> but if you like did... if you So if you do... Like, if I was going to book a show tomorrow, yep. I would know at least, like, what to expect at the venue in terms of, like, who has played there before. And, like, if I'm going to do some experimental noise rock band, mm-hmm. you know, I'm probably not going to 
put it in the Schubert. You know, like I know well enough not to do that. Not that I, I mean, if ever... the Schubert would have you, I think you got to go for it. Though. That, that's a fair <laughs> point. It's <laughs> a fair point. Just to say you can, you know, like, yeah. it's like when like a emo band or a post hardcore band plays like the Hammerstein Ballroom. You're like, what are you doing? Like, I respect it. Like, it's a big venue, but what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about it. I don't know. So I don't know. Like, so when you book a so when you book a venue for your, your comedy, right? You're just like, oh, this, this place will let me have uh, let me do a show. Like, yeah, pretty so, much done. Yeah, and that's kind I'm of like the thing. Like, venues die. Will you willingly turn off the TV? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, one time I was at a bar in a Bed I think I think Bed Yeah, and uh, the, there was the bar up front, and there was the venue in back, and they, they had a guy. Collecting money, like I, I'm sure you've been to a venue before. Yes, yeah. the Zorman. I'm aware of how. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but they had Lord of the Rings, the cartoon movie from like the 70s or 80s on. Yeah, while the like Hobbit. The, yeah, no, Lord of the Rings. Okay, I actually didn't realize they had a whole separate. Yeah, cartoon. it's fucking yeah. awesome. Like the everything is cartoon except for the uh, orcs. The orcs are just people dressed in uh, costumes. Great. Yeah, Love that it. seems like a weird choice. <laughs> like you do animation, so you don't have to dress people in costumes. <laughs> Animation budget was going over. Um, so yeah, um, what was I going to say? So, so yeah, uh, that that was sh- movie w- uh, was playing at the bar, and my friends were playing it back. And I, of course, I bought like m- a ticket to go see my friends, but I never left the bar area because I watched that whole entire movie instead of going to the set. Nice. Did the show? Were there people there? I mean, yeah. All right, well, that's good. That's all that matters. I mean, I I think like. When I posted a picture of it on like uh, Instagram, opposed to po- posting a picture of them on Instagram, they might have been like, "This is interesting." But other than that, I don't know. What's I like, remember what an L that is for Bedford Stuyvesant. Like this, the uh, I mean, the they're both dead, you know. Right? The, the neighborhood where Biggie Smalls grew up and and talked about, and then like I don't know, twenty years after he dies, there's just people like us watching Lord of the Rings in a bar there. <laughs> Somebody should have dra- gentrification <laughs> is uh, s- weird, unavoidable. I don't know. Yeah, it's so the nature anyway. It is the nature. Things change, right? But Be- Biggie Smalls lived over towards Fulton Street, and this was on the other side. This was uh, closer towards like uh, the city than where Biggie Smalls lived. So if like I'm gonna have to draw here, but I'll I'll describe this as I'm drawing it. There's literally no need for any of this. Like it's fine. We don't need to know what block. Do people care what block Biggie lived on? Versus do people know Bed Stuy enough? I mean, it's a. I mean, this is about New Haven blocks. I was led to believe. Okay, right, exactly. I know you're the one that brought up like the Biggie Smalls going to uh, then going to like uh, Lord of the Rings movies. I mean, I, I just. I don't uh, know. sorry. I didn't this podcast has canceled everybody. I didn't even you mean to bring really... it up. I just my soul hurt real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you uh, what do you miss about New Haven? So yeah, so I was driving down here and like I've spent a lot of time obviously because of the pandemic, right? Uh, it's like weird. It's everything's like stuck in like. For me, it's like five, still five years ago. Like I'm still thinking of all these places that like no longer exist, and I drove by and Christie's is closed. Like, where are people getting drunk and doing coke now in New Haven? Uh, I think Stella Blues probably. I don't know if they're doing. Co- I thought it's more of like Grateful Dead jam stuff. Like not. Like, yeah. You don't. You don't want to get too oh, excited. Those people do cocaine. Do they you not realize that? Yeah. All the all the cocaine people from Christie's were all jam band people anyway yeah. for the most part. There's a weird cross section of Grateful Dead slash heavy coke users. You wouldn't think. I, that's not how I grew up. Yeah, just aggressive people in tie dyes who like try to start fights with you in the Christie's bathroom. Like, I don't understand it at all. You smell like patchouli, but you're gonna throw hands at me? <laughs> no. So like, I never wanted to leave New Haven. Um, it was like obviously I bought a house here and I was been here for a, a while. Yep. Um, so why'd you leave? Why'd you betray us? Well, it was a car accident. Like getting hit by a car when like everybody knows you for one thing that you have no control over. Do you really want to be around that? I mean, everybody knows me as the Between Two Rocks guy, and I love it. But you have I, control over that. You you came up with t- Between Two Rocks. I don't know if you like willingly came up with Two Rocks. Somebody's like, damn it, Josh, come up with a blog and a podcast right now. No, I love attention. It was my fault, for sure. But I didn't come up with the name. That was my friend Bill. He actually came up with... So I crowdsourced... I'm, I'm so bad at naming things. So I like I crowdsourced it. And actually, the two highest vote-getting titles were both Bill's. <laughs> It was that, and I think uh, church and chapel was the other was the other name of it. Uh, 
I don't even fully or get Chapel between Church. two rocks. Like, I understand mm-hmm. East Rock is a rock. And West Rock's What's a rock. rock. There's a West Rock? There's yes. a West Rock. They were very uh, creative when uh, naming features of the city. Yeah. Uh, but cool thing about West Rock, it has where the regicides, who, the people who killed, who they killed? The guy before Oliver they Cromwell. Didn't, no, they didn't kill anybody. They signed his warrant. Yeah, they signed the death warrant for King George or whatever, basically, you know, being like, all right, well, if we're our own country, then you're a treasonous king, I guess. Man, that's crazy. I mean, it was like the English Civil War. It It was before even like this country was a thing. It was Then they hid in this whack cave up on West Rock. It's very cool, though. You should go check it. Like, West Rock looks fucking rad. Looks cooler than East Rock, like from below at least. Isn't it like a hike place, though? Yeah. I'm not a hike boy. But you could just go near it. Like, if you go over to those brunch spots, you get, can see it from there. Get a GoPro, yeah. get a drone, fly it up there, there see go. it, and come back down. The Just drone there. will hike for you. Yeah. There, and now we're talking. Yeah. West, yeah, West Rock. That's what it is. <laughs> Man, I didn't know New but Haven actually, signed a death warrant for King George. Well, That's, they were actually in England, and they... Not King George. It was uh, the English Civil War, whatever, whoever those people were. So it was before this was an idea of a country. But, like, they just had to get out of the country because, like... Uh, after Oliver Cromwell was like killed, the, his the king's son came to power and was like, "I'm going to kill these people." And New Haven has three uh, city, uh, streets named after the the regicides. Yeah. You think that's where the nickname Pistol Whaley. Wave in New Haven came from? <laughs> Probably. They not. had those little musket <laughs> pistols. They're going after the king. If it was rifle wave in New Haven, musket wave in New Haven, <laughs> musket wave in New Haven, baby, musket wave in Middletown. I don't know. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, it's like Whaley, Goff, and. Uh, What's the third one? I forget. But the th- yeah, there's three streets named after uh, the three judges. Yes. But I don't remember what the third one is. Dixwell? Dixwell. Yeah, got it. Very insulting of me to forget Dixwell of all streets and all neighborhoods. So, yep. Um, so, yeah, you left New Haven for what? For Oh, because the car thing. Yeah. Because you just didn't like... I I would love that. That's like such a fun way to get to know people. Like, are you the guy who got hit by a car? I'm like, hell yeah, I am. It's is that, Are you into that? Like, what's your... I survived a car. Like, I'm basically Yeah, I'd be, I'd be like, yeah, that was me, and it didn't do shit either. Look at me. I'm still <laughs> standing. <laughs> I'm the strongest man in New Haven. Exactly. I did kick that car's ass. So that car is no longer on the road, but I still am. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, how are you going to leave... And start a new life. Like, it'd be one thing if you were known as, like, the guy who, like, fucks cars. Like, then I'd be like, yeah, sure. You should probably skip town. Like, you don't want that in your... I feel resume. like that's a good way to, like, burn your dick. I mean, yeah. I, I don't yeah, think... That was be... the plus side that I was thinking of. <laughs> I think, like, the gas tank... I don't think the gas in the gas tank is actively on fire. I'm thinking, like, the muffler. Right. The muffler's very hot. Oh, I see. Yeah, the muffler. Well, that's, like, exhaust. I don't know how hot the muffler is. Yeah, it's hot. Like, it's hot as to burn it? you. I don't. I don't touch it. I don't. I don't. Don't, get don't touch your muffler. Don't touch your muffler. I don't touch shit, man. I'm not trying to. I drive a Kia, and I don't get involved. Don't in you that work business. from home? Yeah. Like, I don't even hardly use a car. I only drive a car to comedy shows, and even then, comedy sucks too. I don't like music. I don't like comedy or podcast. <laughs> hey, I'm with you on comedy. <laughs> um, so you left because you wanted to start a new life in New York. Yeah. Well, oh, so it was how's like, that going? It sucks. Yeah? No, it's it's good. I actually it's How long have you been in New York now? Uh four years in June. Okay. Are you renting or did you buy something with your uh house flip money? I did not make six hundred thousand dollars off my house to go buy something. Like it was a very small house in uh excuse me. Uh, it was a very small house in uh Fairhaven Heights. So like uh over the hill up yep. there. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's like kinda Bordered East Haven, like I could walk there with my dog. When oh I yeah, like right across the bridge, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I did not make enough money to buy a condo in uh, New York. Maybe I could afford um, uh, some co-op in like way out in Queens. But who wants to do that? I'll just be back to New Haven at that point, right? I don't know. Yeah, you tell me, man. Queens uh, is great, man. Greek diners. That's a story. All the comedians in the world. Yeah. You're thinking of story. You're not thinking of like. Queens, Queens. You're thinking of the Queens by New York City, like by, by excuse me, by, by, by Manhattan, not the the massive county of Long Island that is Queens, New York. All I know about Queens is sometimes I match with a girl from Queens on Tinder, and I'm like, ugh, not going there. Well, now that show, yeah, you got shorten your span, dude. I usually do, but they they fucking travel through here, or it's just because of the stupid sound, man, like the water. Yeah. Like I just uh, like Tinder doesn't know that like. 30 miles by boat is actually a lot harder to get to. Like, I matched with, like, Port Jefferson girls. 
I've actually been single for so long on Tinder that I can usually tell if a girl's from Long Island by like the second picture. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just oh, like, she is too orange. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's got Jeep keys in her hands. So. <laughs> I, I don't know what. It, there's just a vibe, a Long Island girl vibe. It's just like I don't know what it is, but there's just something. There's a difference between Connecticut girls and Long Island girls for sure. So, so as an Italian American from uh, Connecticut, I, I can speak freely about this. So I was at a. Uh, it's a party. <laughs> I was at, uh, why am I extremely afraid that something very racist is going to say? Is it really? No, no, no. Uh, I was just kidding. Come on. Uh, so, yeah. So, I was at uh, the parties. Uh, what was the fourth? fourth was yesterday. So, Saturday, yeah. I was at the parties. Um, and I got the escrow uh, and B. I really appreciate your attention to needless details. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what day was it? Saturday that I was at some parties. The listeners will definitely need to know. <laughs> it's fun for me because I have attention span problems. So you send me off in these dis- different directions. And then like by the time you get to the meat of the story, I have no idea what's going on. Like you guys were talking about a specific venue for like five minutes that I just didn't know where it was. <laughs> were we just talking about the state house for five minutes, yeah. which is like literally over there? Like yeah. we could like just like peek out and look at it. Probably not. Just building either way. But no, so I was up at some parties, and I got an escarole and uh, beans pie, uh, no cheese, of course. And uh, this very Italian lady, sounded like she was like a character on The Sopranos, came over and said, like, oh, is that the scroll and bean pie? And <laughs> I was just like, what? She's like, the scroll. Is that the scroll? I'm like, I, I think so. Scroll and bean pie. Yeah. She's got all. <laughs> they just like, yeah, it's like Italian. You just like drop syllables. You just drop syllables, and that's how you, you say things. I didn't. Uh, I didn't even. We didn't have Italian people in my town. There were like probably a couple, but we had just a lot of Irish and German people. So, where are you from? Coventry, Connecticut. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, apology accepted. There's Thanks. a Highland Park market there, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> there, our claim to fame is that we have a place called Bidwell Tavern uh, that everybody from Yukon goes to because they have like a rocks and wings night on Wednesdays where you can get like four rolling rocks and some wings for like <laughs> some small amount of money. Which people? This is like before the crap beer world. You yeah, consider Rolling Rock a appealing option back in those days. I, I think I saw someone drinking a Rolling Rock on uh, Instagram in the last couple of days over the holiday. It's like very like do you, you can still buy that. Like that's still yeah, a there's got to be an <clears throat> ironic Rolling Rock comeback by now, right? If not, we should start one. But yeah. it's like cheaper beers, like right? I can like get like a PBR or a Narragansett or a Jenny Cream. Like I don't need to spend the extra fifty cents a can on a Rolling Rock. I don't know, man. My dad always liked Rolling Rock. Um, is that an e-girl? I shouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's exactly what an e-girl is. We should have turned the cameras the other way and just did commentary on the people that walk by. Oh, yeah. I like how you're like... You, it's a you, different podcast. I'm trying not to be hurtful. I like how you like brace the audience for me about to say something super offensive about Italian-Americans, and you say something super offensive about somebody else walking by. E-girl's not offensive, is it? It was. It's hard to say. She it was, was a, uh, seemed like a very nice a, and pretty e-girl. Yeah, I mean, right. We don't know. If it was someone we knew and we called her an e-girl, maybe that would be mean. But since it was a stranger, it's probably okay. Okay. I didn't even know there was any negative connotation to that. I just thought that was like a regular type of person, though. It might be objectification. Anyway, I'm not going to get go down this fucking... Uh, so are you going to come back to New Haven? What's your plan? Are you staying in New York forever? Uh, I think I'm... I mean, I would... I don't know. So it, it's very has hard. Been, like enough time has passed. I didn't... I mean, I vaguely knew you got hit by a car, but I didn't really like, you know... I don't think about it a lot. Not more than once a week, I would say. <laughs> That's like, You're like, oh... I'm going to be a little creepy now. I'm like, thank you, Josh. I appreciate that. Yeah, maybe just come back, do something more memorable, like get hit by a bus. Yeah. Just keep getting hit by bigger things. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see Joe got hit by a cement truck? It's amazing. (laughs) I don't know how many times I can survive stuff, right? There's only so many organs they can remove from your body before you run out of organs to remove. Yeah, well, I guess we'll find out. Let's let's not. All right, fine. Wait, you got organs removed? Yes, I have my spleen removed. Nice. Oh shit! What's that do? You can't. You could live without that. Uh, yeah, kinda. It puts you at high risk of infection. Oh man, is that all? It does advice infections? Dude. Uh, I think so. Uh, it just it doesn't even necessarily fight ex- infections. It stops things from becoming septic. Okay. So uh, your I friends feel like you would know. Oh, there they are. <clears throat> nice. But yeah, so I, I had to get extra vaccines, and like it put me like first in line for the COVID vaccine in New York State, which is amazing. That's good. Yeah. So it's all worth it then. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> was it? <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. One of the things you wanted to talk about was building community uh, in New Haven. 
and you know. So the, the, we we tweeted back and forth. Uh, tw- uh, sorry, we used the uh, messenger part of Twitter. Oh, thank God you clarified more great details. <laughs> no, of all the ways to communicate with somebody, like we, we we follow each other probably on every social network, including like LinkedIn and. Uh, Pinterest, and uh, we're using Twitter DMs. Twitter DMs. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's fine. One DM is as good as the next. No, Facebook's DMs are much better, even though they read everything you. Either way, like yeah, I assume anything that goes over over the pipes. Anyway, um, so yeah, building community. So this is really cool, and like what I love about what we are now is like obviously this is uh. This place itself, the studio itself, is an excellent place to build community. And like uh, Kevin has been building community for forever in New Haven. But we're also in like M City Games, and like I remember, like the reason I am lost my thought here. Uh, the reason I'm good friends with like Matt, Matt Loader, Matt Fantastic, is that like uh, through like that board game uh, meetup, like we were, you know, we're in similar spots. We're at the old brew shop. Uh, we're doing like uh, we. I got interviewed or not interviewed. Somebody from um, what's that stupid? Oh, sorry, that that great uh, weekly daily email newsletter about things happening in New Haven. Uh, daily nutmeg. Daily nutmeg. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Are you th- on any kind of like ADD medication or anything? I, I should probably be right. Yeah, I would say. I don't like to diagnose people on the air, but uh, I just feel like watching your thought process, I'm just like, you are really flying through. Like, you're like, yeah, so like I'm here because like the board game meetups and the old uh, the old brew shop. I'm like, it's more impressive to me than anything else because I struggle to like find and latch on to one thought and you just got thoughts shooting out of everywhere, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That is a great way to c- c- say ADD. Like, do you have ADD? No, I got thoughts shooting out of everywhere. <laughs> well, there's, there's a point it's to the like story. A superpower so than a disability. We're at the brew shop, and like the guy who owned the brew shop, what, was, luck and levity. Yeah, yeah, Scott. Yeah, Scott was like money. Yeah, who's a horrible person? Horrible person. I mean, there's worse people in the world, but he's not great. Uh, yeah. So he like would leave the place, and just disappear, like because like he had other things to do other than run, run his business. Right. Um. So like it was like a board game meetup that he would have like every other Friday night or whatever. And so like the Daily Nutmeg came over to like interview me, and they're like, "Hey, are you in charge here?" I'm like, "I, I guess so. I, I run events through this meetup." And they're like, "Okay, can I interview you?" I'm like, "Sure." And so I'm like, Matt came by, as I think it was actually his event. Matt came by later. I'm like, "Hey, we're getting interviewed by the Daily Nutmeg this Friday at Rudy's. Be there." And that's like. Just like that community of just like meeting people and like doing things that you like and enjoy, you will find people that you like have things to connect with, right? Like mm-hmm. it's just like and that's so like, you met you met them through a meetup group. Yeah, through a meetup. Like I met everybody I know in New Haven. I've met from like uh, meetups or from like connections to the people I've met at meetups. And so like it's just like New Haven is such a great place because it's like just the perfect size where you can do these things and you can organize these events or you can go to this place or you can be a regular here and you end up meeting people and you have a circle of people that like it doesn't really happen elsewhere because you, you it needs to be this size. It needs to be 130,000 right. people. You need to have this vibrant downtown community. You need to have like this uh, overarching nemesis that is Yale in the background, like kind of driving your thoughts to like a collective goal for good. You need like a super high community involvement where everybody cares about who's running for uh, mayor. And it's like, it's a small town. Like this, the mayor does not matter that much. Like it's important, but like everybody cares about that. Everybody cares about their alderman election. Like it's just so like, this is just like the perfect place in like, anywhere that just building community and like there's just so many great people doing so many great things here and that's like we really drew me to new haven and what has really been the, like the most difficult thing about leaving is that when you go someplace else you go to new york city there's eight and a half million people but it's literally the loneliest place in the universe because there's just so many people and you can have all these people that are like of all these people if we took all the people i knew and love in new haven you included uh Move to New York City. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Did you want me to jump in there? No, 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 no. Right. I just like I hit the microphone and like. Uh, anyways, um, but yeah, if you took all these people yeah. and moved them to New York City, we would never, ever, ever know each other. And yeah. like, it's, it just blows my mind. Like, like I would still know everybody. I'm just very gregarious, you know. I would slowly meet everybody in the city. It should take me a couple years, though. Two, three years. Two, yeah, it would be harder now because the world of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> slows, <laughs> slows by beating people down a bit in the sobriety. Uh, so is, has that been a struggle in New York to like find community when? Because that was one of the things that about New York I always find a bit mystifying is like you know, do you see the same people out all the time or like you kind of have to hang out in the same place or you know? Well, yeah, you see like 
if you go to the same bar over and over again, you'll see the same people. But like, yeah. you, like there's so many bars, you go to different places, right? right? So I have like really close friends that I all love and care about, and I see them a lot. But like, it's still different and like you see the guys at the bodega you see the guys waiting at the coffee shop you, you see these people but you don't even know your neighbors like there's a family that lives next door to me and like all i know is that they have like they're the people like selling like cold drinks by like construction sites like i say they pack up their car every morning and like i see that stuff yeah. like you go to the gym and you're like you don't talk to anybody at the gym because you don't talk to anybody at the gym unless you're a creepy dude trying to pick up women um and uh you just like never talk yeah, to people i'm just a creepy guy who just stares <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like to talk to people at the gym because I like to have people that are in shape on my side, you know? Yeah, you're building a posse. <laughs> I like to network at the gym be like, oh, dude, you look good blasting out those quads or whatever. <laughs> Is that, do you think you're selling it? Do you think that they believe that you know what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, I just know some shit goes down in there. The dude I complimented on his quads might have my back. <laughs> What kind of shit is going to go down to the gym that you're going to have to get involved in? <laughs> well, somebody that has good quads, that's going to be able to help you. <laughs> they got to be able to kick very hard. I think that's what you need. Yeah, kick, kick somebody through a wall. Um, cool. I forget what I was going to say. So, yeah. But community is great. Like, I don't know. You, you've been in New Haven for how many years? Ten years. Okay. So, we've been around about the same amount of time, right? Uh, yep. You're a few years older than me. Uh, five. Um, wow! Yeah, who's who's keeping track? <laughs> keeping track. You apparently, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like uh, you know, you see these people, you know who these people are, right? Yeah. Like, plus you have one thing I do like that's I don't love it, but it's like one interesting thing about having Yale here is the sort of transience of it, of like people come and they're doing their like postdoc, and you might meet them, and then a couple years later they leave. So there's like this like uh, constant influx and outflux of people. But, like, one of the things is, like, you know, I've met a few Yaleys, and they're like, oh, why, how come the townies, like, don't want to be friends with us? It's like, because you're going to leave in two years. Like, it's just, like, there's a term limit on our friendship. Like, I'm fine to be, like, friendly with you, but at the end of the day, like, you're going to go somewhere else. Like, you're only here to, like, finish your dissertation or whatever, which is fine. So, yeah. I'm actually, uh, in two weeks. Unless I get you pregnant, you know? Lock them up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like I can only keep so many people here through unwanted pregnancy. <laughs> and also, if any Yaleys are listening, if you want to be friends, come to a comedy show. I'll be friends with anyone temporarily who comes to a comedy show. <laughs> Please. So if you're looking for... Oh, this is a great time. July 22nd, Trinity Bar. The last... Uh, we're doing a show in the back room. It's $10. I don't 100% know. I know Stefano's on it because he asked me nicely to be on a show. Uh, John Stefano? Nice. No. Uh, Stefano Sanzo. He's uh, he's like, how come you won't book me? I'm like, you just got to ask, man. You can come on a show. It's fine. I don't hate you or anything. Um, Sounds like there's somebody I'm trying to book for a show in New York, and like he just won't commit, and I'm really upset with it's that. It's very far away. So, all right. So, Joe here is always, he's trying to put on a show in Brooklyn or whatever, yeah. right? And he wants me to like go do a show in Brooklyn. And I'm just like, if I don't live in New York, what's it like? it's almost like what's the point of doing shows in New York? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, mean, I tried that for a little while, and- it just it just stinks. There's no point in doing shows in New York unless you're in New York because uh, people start asking you to do more shows in New York and you're just like, well, come on, I can't be going down to New York all the time. Right. This is you, crazy, you dude. You either live there, like, because either either you live there and you're part of the community and you're really trying to like do it there, which is like an every fucking night thing, or you are a Connecticut comic who just does it on Wednesdays when it's you know. I don't know. I think you could potentially meet some comics that will come through New Haven and do a show with you. You could network. I don't know. So I guess this is what's different, <clears> like <throat> being around music and not being around comedy, is that like you need like connections of people in different cities. I just knocked this camera. Is it still good? It's probably fine. Uh, so yeah, so you just need connections. You wave your arms quite a lot. <laughs> Should I just sit in my hands? I mean, yeah, if you could. <laughs> I mean, whoever's watching the YouTube uh, feed of this, they're having an amazing time. An amazing <laughs> time. If somebody's watching the YouTube feed of this podcast, they're having an amazing time. I'm just like, what is going on with your life? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to have a few words with that person. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta. Have you tried drugs? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> they're on drugs. Have you tried sex? Have you tried anyway? Um, yeah, cool. But, yeah, as I say, you just need to know people in different cities because no, like, it does know. help. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's just like. A lot of New York comics are going to cost me a bunch of money to book, and I'm just like, I don't really want to put myself in a situation where I might lose money when I can book a thousand Connecticut comics for, you know, the promise of a split of the door, you know, mm -hmm. and be like, maybe you'll make $30. And they're like, hell yeah. And they're like, and there'll be 20 people fucking count me in. So, 
Uh, all right, let's let's do some games. I think we're about we're really like probably almost at fifty minutes. I don't know, something like that. Um, I kind of stopped late, started it late. That's about right. Cool. So, um, one of the games I like to play is Mayor for a Day, uh, and that is where I give you one million dollars, do anything you want in New Haven. Um, no questions asked, no answers given. Uh, no, please give me an answer. But yeah, like not no like alderman approval, or whatever. You know what I mean? Just do do what you want. What would you do with a million bucks in New Haven? That's not a lot. You, hmm? could, build a, you could build a building with a million bucks. Yeah, exactly. Well, right. If I <laughs> gave you a billion, you could do too much, and it would be a very convoluted answer that wouldn't work well on a podcast. I'd buy a half a million dollar house for me, and then do a half a million dollar ribbon cutting ceremony to let everyone watch me unveil my new house. <laughs> 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 uh, what a fun way to spend a million dollars <laughs> be like this is going to be great for new haven somehow <laughs> i would say maybe put away a hundred thousand dollars for the taxes for you know what i mean just to cover you for a few years yeah. <laughs> knowing the mill rate in new haven like what, what so that's a five hundred thousand dollar house would be twenty thousand dollars a year-ish twenty Someone you know what this podcast is more of? Math. Oh, yeah. No. Is that how much it costs to have houses, dude? <laughs> yeah, I pay like $6,000 a year in taxes. I pay like dude, I'm living four. at your house forever. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, don't. I mean, I fact that into your rent. Don't worry. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not just eating the cost of taxes out of the kindness of my heart. Yeah. Uh, it's all part of the deal. I, I don't know. Um, now that the uh, State Street's closed, are, are you, uh, where are, I think they're turning into apartments, of course. What the 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 music venue? Yeah. That's well, I think whoever owns that building or whatever, or no, I think you know what it is. I think whoever owns that building is turning the rest of the building apartments and turning like that area into like the gym or whatever, or like a, a event space for the people who live there. Well, what I would do is turn that into a venue because that was a fucking awesome venue. But I don't know. Uh, if I had a million bucks, uh, I would be your. Who would be the band you would book first if you could book anybody? Like anybody, like what? Wh- what do you mean? Like, so what type of show? Am I doing like an arena show, or I'm doing like a 600 person show? Like, give me some, give me some uh, criteria here. Come on, dude, you don't need all the information. You know it's going to be the raging boners. <laughs> <laughs> I have booked their their their, their children. What well, was College Street? If you're booking College Street one night only, who would you book? College Street one night only. So that venue is what, like maybe a thousand ish, fifteen hundred maybe. Um, yeah. Maybe if I could do something like 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 Bruce Springsteen's doing like on Broadway, like some like intimate like Bruce Springsteen, just Bruce Springsteen with a guitar type of thing, that would okay. be really cool. Yeah, sure. Oh, no, I would definitely go see that. I mean, you could go see it on Broadway if you really want to, but I'd bring it to a lot of money. I yeah, assume. Yeah. yeah, I don't know a lot about Broadway, but it sounds expensive. <laughs> Neither do I, so I'm gonna agree with you. I, I have no clue. Yeah. You had to like, uh, I think they changed it now, but you had to be a member of his fan club, which like cost X amount of dollars each year to even enter the lottery to be able to purchase tickets. So it was like. That's how a lot of soccer clubs in England work, too. You have to be like a Liverpool club member for $75 a year before you can... That gives you the privilege to buy tickets. Yeah, shit is wild. Back when the Red Sox sold out, they did that uh, Red Sox Nation thing, and it was a similar thing. They entitled you to buy tickets to four games a year. Same people uh, own the... uh, John Henry and LeBron James. That's right. Yeah, LeBron James is the owner of the Red Sox and uh, Liverpool. Your rap isn't going to work here, LeBron. Sorry, I'm just doing Sean Murray jokes now. Shout out to Sean on vacation. Um, okay, next game we play is oh boy, this is gonna be uh, hard because I didn't even. Usually I try to think of it. Uh, fuck Mary Kill, but we don't do it people. We do it with ideas. Uh, usually I think of the idea ahead of time <laughs> because that is very helpful. <laughs> um, so maybe we'll do, just do like, like, I don't know, New Haven institutions, music what venues. About, yeah. What about? Oh, okay. Wait, what were you thinking? Go on. I was thinking about New Haven eateries. Eateries? Yeah, we could fuck Mary Kill all eateries. We've done it once before. Twice before. I mean, whatever. They all repeat. It doesn't matter. Nobody listens to more than two episodes of this podcast anyway. So <laughs> what do you want to do, Joe? I don't know. Fuck it's, Mary Kill? It, yeah, it's your show. Yeah, and I didn't prepare that far in advance because I was watching Dark, available now on Netflix. It's pretty good. It's a German yeah, science Yeah, I was going to say it's very, show. very German. Yeah, I, I'm German. I mean, you know, German Jew, so that's like still German, but not. Does that make sense? Anyway. Ashkenazi. Ash- exactly, Ashkenazi. Which is Yiddish for German, right? Uh, I think it's like European. I don't fucking know, man. I'm not like a good Jew. But uh, all right, so fuck, Mary kill. Let's say music venues in New Haven. 
because that we haven't I don't think we've done that and you're a music guy and I think that makes sense yeah, to me hell yeah. in my uh, brain. I would kill Toad's Place because it has the stickiest floors in New Haven. Even though I did see explosions in the sky there back in the day and it was fucking sick. They just don't book anybody I care about anymore and I just don't like There's reasons shit. for that. But yeah, I'd probably kill Toad's Place. It's like it's so stuck in like it's like this boomer DIY venue. You don't you don't need it anymore. Also, we'll it's a, well, also Yale Dance Club on Fridays. That's yes. pretty much the only reason that it's still open. I also yeah. heard that they got like a million dollar music grant, even though there were so many more deserving venues. Or that's something. insane. Yeah, I'm picking them for my for my kill too. All right, nice. So that's a that's a three way kill. Three way kill. Out, Straight dude. murder. See ya, Toads. They are never gonna sponsor this podcast. <laughs> Too bad. They just got a bunch of money. Um. Let's see. Fuck. I actually. So here's the thing. I haven't been to the new Westville Bowl, so I don't even have an opinion on that. Other it's than I pretty great. It. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I can hear it from my house, which is cool. They just the only book like jam bands, which I don't care. They about. also did uh, Dinosaur Junior. Okay. Yeah. I don't really know. I know I have friends who love them, but I don't really care. They're like the what we consider like indie rock. That sound is their sound. Okay, sure. Jay Mascus, pulling out from. All right, let me let me go second because uh, you're the music guy, so I feel like we should finish up on you for these rounds okay. instead. Yeah, let's uh, finish up on him. What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was this type of podcast. So for my fuck, Eventually. I'm going College Street. Okay. Uh, just because I don't really know a lot. Of, no, for my fuck, I'm going Pacific Standard Tavern. Oh, yeah. I'll go with you there. They don't book a lot of music I like, but I love the owner to death, and yep, uh, it's Northland. a fun fun place to drink. They have a great beer menu. Yeah, CJ's great over there. They yeah, want to CJ see comedy. Rules. Yeah, fun place. The bathrooms don't have uh, soap or He shares bathrooms paper. with uh, the old karaoke place, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's closed, so. Yeah, well, fuck that place. Anyways, that place would be a great comedy venue, but that is a topic also, for another time. Also, maybe the worst bathrooms in New Haven, which is saying something. <laughs> so, uh, fuck, I would uh, go with uh, if we can expand a little bit. Uh, Whamlag. Why do I know that? Wallingford American Legion. Uh, okay, I'm like I don't know what you're. Yeah, sure, we can do that. That's fine. I've never done anything. I think I did a show there. Oh, once. I did a comedy show there for yeah. Michelle Krampus. Yeah, same. It was the same show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> It was for her, like, seven friends. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, the, I was, like, in a... Well, I'm always in a hardcore phase, but, like, I was in a hardcore phase, um, and uh, I saw a lot of shows there. Back when the ARC agency was still a thing before he went to go work for Mark. Sure. Yep. You should know these people. You're in the, the biz in New Haven. I'm not in the music biz, though. I don't You're in, like, the... Like, do shows. Yeah, biz. comedy and music are... Like, I even, like... Like, Mark, basically, when they're booking comics, they talk to, like, maybe Angie Morgan, who does Fistful of Jokes, to, like, book a local comic if they want. But even then, it's usually, like, some comic reaches out to them or whatever, and they probably already have an act in mind. And then if they want an opener, if they're not bringing their own, then they'll ask. But usually they bring their own, so it doesn't matter. I mean, most, like, tours in general, like, are contracted out, so you kind of, yeah, whoever is on the bill is on the bill. Yeah. Also, I would. I'm gonna f- simultaneous to me. Stella Blues and Pacific Center Tavern are very similar venues. I will fuck with both of them because they're both kind of like I can show up, watch music. I do like the wasabi peas at Stella Blues. I know they're covered in germs, but I don't like, get involved in all that. Yeah. I think I, mean, I build my immune system. You have a vac- You're vaccinated, right? You exactly. Pfizer? I, oh, I am Johnson and Johnson. I'm very low brow. Yeah, I'm so unprotected. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I would say Mary College Street Music Hall, just because I saw John Mulaney there and he crushed for like an hour plus. What a great show! Yeah, there's still there's a joke that I want to buy from his opener so bad that I'm like saving for to one day buy the joke from him. <laughs> Who's the opener? David Angelo. Okay, you can just buy jokes from people. Comedy seller guy. I mean, sure. Yeah, man. People offer uh, other comics money for jokes. I mean, it's not like super common, but it does happen a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? I mean, that's essentially if you write for like late night, you're selling jokes to somebody. Yeah, right? but that's my career is like I'm providing jokes opposed to like, hey, I'm going to go do a show and do this material. Okay, you want to buy it? Awesome. Like, it's, it feels like a very different sort of uh, experience. I mean, in the olden days, all comics just basically like had written material from other people. Like, it, you know, 
like when comedy you know was kind of first post vaudeville days yeah. like they yeah they had like people writing for them so you wrote for like bob newhart or whatever the fuck so uh who'd you who'd you marry oh i didn't do my marry yet yeah you haven't done your marry yet uh i did uh I- i'm going with cafe nine dude Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I've been hanging out there since before I was legally allowed to hang out there. Perfect. And I've seen so many great shows. And, yep. and Margaret's love performing great. there as well. Margaret Rules. Yeah. So. They just added a um a little spot in the back there, the little parklet in their Yeah, they got lot. a they got a patio now, which is pretty yeah. great. Yeah, now you don't have to just drink right on the sidewalk. You can drink in the parking lot instead. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, that parking lot was so weird. I don't, I don't get like who parked there. What was that for? I think uh, I assume yes. for the apartments around there. I don't yeah. know. Uh, who would I marry? Uh, the space, not the space ballroom. The space, the, the just base. a small area. Yeah, that yeah. that that venue. Like, I yeah. saw so many great shows, like pre and post mark. Yeah, or, I guess there was yeah, like it was just like you know like your friend's shitty like punk pop punk band in like 2003 or whatever yeah yeah it's like such a memorable space and i i, I guess it's the basement on Tre- treadwell now i don't know what yep. they're doing yeah me and josh used to have a comedy show there that we co-hosted called roomies oh that's the right. last time we lived together we can bring it back we got like two or three of them in a row and then it went out of business <laughs> yeah i'm doing a show there are they opening up Wednesday. again yeah well so we're on treadwell I'm doing a show there on Wednesday that Sophia Florence is putting on. Oh, so nice. That should be... I actually have no idea how much time I'm doing or anything. <laughs> so you should go up there until I tell you to get off? I just... I guess I'm getting to the point in comedy, like, especially for like local shit where I'm just like, I assume you know I could do 10 to 20 and just like, whatever, is fine. Like, I'm not that invested in the outcome <laughs> one way or the other. Yeah. I'll do my best, but like, whatever. It's not always up to me. So, cool. Anything else? Did you do your? You did your. Uh, yeah, the space. Mary? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's what we we're talking about. That's what we were just talking. about. So the space about. is the place across the street. It's like, it was. It's like in the ba- it's a like separate in the building. Lot. Yeah, it's like in the parking lot of the that that like. So because like the, there's space ballroom, and then I thought the space was like just the smaller area in like where the bar is. No, no the the space was the one where we did that roomy show. Okay. The, with the yeah, basement yeah. bar. Okay. So it, it got confusing because like uh, Mark changed all the names, but th- it was originally the space. Yeah. And then there's the Spaceland Brawl Room. Oh, Spaceland Ballroom. And, and they had changed the that because Roseland Ballroom sued them to the outer space ballroom. And the outer space is yeah, is the bar and little uh, oh. area. Right, right. Yeah, okay. So the the uh, the basement one, the cellar on treadmill or whatever yeah. that was originally the space. That yep. was their non-alcoholic one. Yep. So all ages. Like, I remember. Yeah, yeah. All ages shows and juice. Yep. Yeah, I remember I saw I saw a post-rock band there. Yeah. I saw this patch of sky. I saw a comedy band there called the Grommets from LA who had like, they had like one big year in like 03 and I saw them on this weird tour <laughs> and then I never heard from them again. Nice. All right. Anybody want to plug anything? Um, before, before we go. I don't know if I have anything to plug. Uh, uh, some band I've been working with, we're trying to. I, I, by the way, there's a vinyl shortage crisis in America. It's very hard to there's get a, a vinyl. vinyl crisis. Yes, like it takes now eight months for a vinyl album to be delivered, and I've been getting to run around with my, this label, uh, okay. with this place. But uh, we're at some point we'll have a uh, Spite Fox with uh, two X's. Spite Fox. The Spite Fox. So Spite Fox with uh, three X's uh, nice. at, at their Bandcamp. Uh, check out their seven inch. Uh, hopefully, at some point, I could actually deliver a seven inch that because I spent thousands of dollars and like uh, I have no clue where they are. They should have been here months ago. But uh, yeah, go to listen to their music. Go buy it. Like go support a local band. Spite like, Fox, uh, really Bandcamp. All right, and uh, we're gonna release their album. What kind of music year. is it? It's a uh, like post punk. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're, I know what that is. Yeah, you, you sort I of do. don't know what that is. So if it wasn't woman fronted, <laughs> if it was not woman fronted, I would not feel comfortable prep, uh, uh, being like, "Hey, go out and listen to them." But they're very awesome, great people. Great. So they're great people. I don't care about that. Uh, Stash, what do you got? Uh, July thirteenth, I have uh, jury duty in Derby, Connecticut. Come through. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to commit a crime probably by like July. Th- now like you do it right now if you want to get on in on this 8 a.m come see your boy applaud for me while i put somebody (laughs) while i let somebody go from jail (laughs) uh perfect do you have an actual show you want to put (laughs) no No, that's all i wanted to plug (laughs) um all right yeah july i mean this wednesday but like there's no way we're gonna get this out before then start now start uh 
July, I don't even, what, today's the 5th, 6th, 7th, July 7th at the basement at Treadwell, Cell Art Treadwell, I think 8 p.m.-ish, I don't know how much it costs, don't worry about that. So you don't know the name of the venue, how much it costs, or what time it starts? I know Jimmy starts Blair's- about showtime? Yeah, around the time that a show would normally start, I would assume. Uh, I'm missing a World of Warcraft raid, so this shit better be good. Um, get a then, get a Wi-Fi hotspot. Bring it with you between uh. Between oh my God! Could you imagine July twenty second, Trinity Bar, eight p.m. Ten dollars. Come check out your boy. I'll be there. We'll have six comics uh, doing twelve minutes each. It'll be fun time. Uh, it's a little bit of an awkward space, but they got good food, good beer. So come hang out. And yeah, that's it for now. And uh, thank you so much for listening slash watching. Uh, uh, yeah, thanks Joe for coming on for bullying me under this. Hey. It took time, but the best things come to those who wait. <laughs> sure. Great. Hey, hey, think about this. This, this is, like, is the best things? Well, think about, <laughs> think about this. When I share this on my social media, it's going to be like throughout New York. You're, gonna, you're, you're opening yourself up to another 8.5 million listeners. Yeah, heroic. This is about New Haven? That fucking town? <laughs> <laughs> those sticks? <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great afternoon. Busy people and lots of alleys. Worcester hipsters. Townies, we have more than pizza in common. With two rocks for bookends. New Haven, New Haven, New Haven. Between two rocks.